Welcome to the 138th edition of Make Pro Wrestling Majestic again. I am Tiger Height. And I'm Peanut Gallery. So, uh, we, uh, I at the very least can apologize for us not being here last week because mm-hmm. we were having just technical problems up the ass. I was trying to figure some stuff out uh, and I needed an extra day and I didn't have that. So, that's kind of why we weren't there. But let's get into some drama because there have been a few and I wanted to kind of come back on one that happened that I was going to talk about last week. Okay. So, Pirates, the Elimination Chamber, they sent the chamber over, what was it, like a couple of months ahead of time. Oh, yeah. Uh, it was going to go through the, um, going through Egypt and the Suez Canal. Yep. But they were interrupted by Pirates. And yes, pirates exist, and it has become a really bad problem over there mm-hmm. uh, recently. Yep. So they had to take the cage from Egypt and the Suez Canal back to Miami. Mm-hmm. Then they had to take the cage to Los Angeles yep. and then basically ship it from Los Angeles directly to Australia. Yep. That's insane. Yeah. That is a lot of work. But yes, uh, if you are ever over there with waters, especially if you're on a cruise, I think there have been at least two or three attacks from pirates that are, I mean, they're violent. They're very violent. Do not think they're ho-ho-hos. They are, we are poor with really big weapons. Yes, and helicopters. And helicopters. The Wrestling Observer Newsletter Awards came out and people lost their ever-loving minds oh yeah because all of their favorites did not win and i just have to gloat a little bit yeah the winners of these are so damn funny and people's reaction to it was nothing less than absolutely glorious to where the best promotion was wwe and this is coming from Meltzer. yeah apparently the check didn't clear no apparently it did not i mean they're they've lost 34 million dollars so they have to cut somewhere and i guess having uh having i uh, guess not having Meltzer on payroll helps no kidding uh the best weekly show was dynamite (laughs) okay i watch it every week and it's it was garbage okay a feud of the year was Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn taking on the Bloodline. That was done so expert, and yeah. people were saying that Swerve and Hangman should have won that. No, come on, no. come on. I'm sorry, no one beats. Uh, the announcer was Excalibur of all people. Of all people, the the it, N-word dropping totally non. God, he a sucks. Non-factor. Cole is better. Cole is Cole should have won this award. He was one hundred percent. Well, Tash should have won the award That's, because we digress. Right. Uh, the most overrated was Sonata. Yeah, yep. I, I have to agree with that one. These are just a few of them that I thought were kind of interesting. The worst feud: MJF and the Devil. Yep. I have to agree. Yep. Uh, that follow up was awful. But I, thi- I I'm not gonna really. I, I think I, I think it got stymied because of the injuries the injuries and i can't blame them for that adam no, cole literally was running out and he broke his foot in four different places they, they could have done it better but adam cole should have drank some milk because right, his bones seriously. are apparently that brittle he jumped off of a thing where i've seen people jump off of a lot higher and he broke his foot in like four different places i'm like geez did it just dissolve right good lord the best booker was paul Levesque. People lost their minds about that one. That was the big one that people were like, no, he's not. It's like, 
are you kidding me? Do you see what <laughs> WWE is doing? Uh, promoter of the New Year was Nick Khan, and the worst gimmick, the worst gimmick was the devil. Yeah. But I want to talk about the like the other people within that because I think four out of the five of them came from AEW. Yeah. Uh, Tony Storm was on there. Not Timeless, because Timeless, I think, won the best gimmick. Right. Uh, I'm not sure which one. I think it was... I don't know. It like, doesn't make any sense to me. How can she not only win the best gimmick, but almost have the worst gimmick? That's so weird. I don't think that's ever happened. Well, there you go. But yes, uh, the devil was. But once again, I think that came out from the injuries. Yeah. It, it was done well up until the ending. Yeah. And I think the ending was it. And keep in mind that the Wrestling Observer winners are determined by the people who purchase these subscriptions. Right. And Paul Levesque beat Tony Khan by a substantial margin, Well, because too. Tony Khan just isn't a very good booker. People are finally starting to take off those rose-colored glasses and see what AEW is. Right. To be honest with you, I think Scott Demore should have been number two. Tony Khan was number two. Scott Demore didn't even rank. How did he not rank? Who knows? The guy brought TNA back to something that people are watching again. Yeah, oh, the uh, worst, pro- worst promotion was NWA, and I couldn't agree more. I, I have to agree. I have to 100% agree. They made some very questionable decisions this yep. last year. And I think the worst show was Dyna, or, uh, Power, actually. It yeah, beat, it was. It beat Raw Streak. Raw was the worst weekly television show since like 2010 or something yeah. like that. And Power actually beat them, and I have to agree. And I like watching Power, but man, they're bringing in literally a 20 million randoms that I do not care about. And they, they're there for one show, and then they're gone. You have NWA USA. Do it there. Don't right. do it on Power. But anyways, moving on. And I digress. Uh, oh, yes. Jennifer Pepperman. If you do not know who this bitch is, uh, she is a two-time Grammy Award winner for soap operas. Something like that. She worked with WWE for, for a long time. For like nine or ten years. Yep. Uh, really good friends with Mercedes Monet. She is now going to be the vice president of content, if I'm not mistaken. Well, if she's if she's up for the task, I guess. Well, we know why she was hired. Yeah, it was 100% nepotism. Yeah. Uh, but let's not let let's not ignore the allegations that came out against her. Yep. That came out where with her sexism against females, which is odd, and then racism. If I'm not mistaken, I can't remember the exact quotes. If anybody is interested, I will gather those for next week's show. Yeah. But let's just ignore this one. Right. Because and we have to ignore right, somewhere. Right. We got to talk about this. But man, that's more important. Right. Okay. And finally, I wanted to talk. This one was the one I wanted to talk about last week. Uh, the friend yes. of Ashley Massaro going on News Nation with the viral clip. Stating that Stephanie McMahon was aware of Ashley Massaro's rape from the soldier when they went over there. Yes. So this is a and, tweet. And Stephanie McMahon is going to be named most likely in that trial. She will be a witness on that statement. Yeah, but, she is fully aware of what's going on. Well, she, she I mean, she's aware of like the allegations happening, but I do not believe what the friend said. I am not convinced in any way, shape, or form that Stephanie had any idea. The money was funneled through, just mm. like the original allegations from McMahon. The NDAs were not signed by a WWE lawyer. It was a privately hired lawyer. And some of them, they weren't even 
approved by lawyers. McMahon was the one who wrote that. So I bring up the Ashley quote because there's no way that Ashley would say this Mm -hmm. knowing full well. Look at the date next to me right over here. This is 2015. Mm -hmm. This was two years before she passed. She was out of the WWE way long ago. There is no way that Masaru would tweet nice things about Stephanie if the allegations that the friend brought up were true. But not only that, let's bring up her daughter. Her daughter responded. Now, between this tweet, common sense, Mm -hmm. and what the daughter said, I'm going to lean more towards that this friend is talking out of her ass. Well, we'll have to see. It, it doesn't make any sense to me. And if, if there are multiple, like, hard-hitting, cold, hard facts, I believed literally the daughter right. before this psychopath friend who apparently has been harassing people. And it's if anybody says, oh, show the proof, Alexa, I am not going to – I'm more. I'm sure she's more than happy to release that shit. Right. It's like, hey, this is going to be coming up. We have the evidence. Right. But, yeah. Uh, I think that's really it for my part for wrestling drama. Other than that, there wasn't really a whole lot happening. Okay. Uh, but when we come back, Peanut Gallery, what are we talking about? We got some news. All right. All right. We are back, Peanut Gallery. Well, let's have some news yes. and let's do it. All right. So uh, I was about to talk about this one too. Yeah, I know. So his first too. match back. So do you remember? Velveteen Dream, well, formerly known as Velveteen Dream. I don't know what he's going by nowadays. But his first match back on some indie show somewhere. I do not remember the I think I think it's in New show. York. But he is now entered the ring and for the first time since this, this was This was a very controversial decision. Yep. But I'm going to state this. Velveteen has addressed it. And I believe in second chances. If a company wants to put the reputation on the line, fully knowing full well on how the IWC is, yep. they are more in their right. And I do not believe that Velveteen should be 100% blacklisted from everywhere. Right. I think I think he's testing the waters right now. He's I don't, testing I the waters. I don't think that he is going to commit full time quite yet. And not I'm, not, I'm not saying I'm not saying that Velveteen is innocent. The the tweets the the messages were oh, from yeah, a real 100% account. 100% guilty. But he addressed it he on uh, the Chris Van uh, the Chris Van Fleet show or whatever. But again, I think that he is just testing the waters yes. right now to and, see what the wrestling community does. And if other companies want to put Velveteen on their shows, I think they're more than willing. He's never going to go back to WWE no. or AEW or anything no. like that. But I believe in second chances. If he is remorseful and he keeps his nose clean. I think there should at least be an opportunity right. for redemption somewhere down the line. Yep. How long is that? I don't know. He never actually touched the kids. He just sent weird messages. Right. All right. So it's not Marty. ain't Marty Scarroll. Right. Okay. All right. So um, NWA, they are doing their now. They have their live show um, on the app. Yes. Powers on the app. And then they're also doing a, I think this is on the actual CW channel. Yep. They're going to do a series on um, Billy Corgan's life out in and out of the ring and, you know, what it goes on stage stuff with NWA. I think that, again, I think that that one is going to be on the CW network. It is is confirmed. It's going to be on the CW network. They said network specifically. This is not on the app. Right. The the wrestling though is only going to be on the app. I still think this is overall a positive for I the company. I think so too. Um 
the company overall this last year has been sort of in the mud. Yep. They've made very bad decisions recently, yep. and I think they need some good rapport. They need, they, need, they need something good to come out of 2024. Yep, they really do, and I think this is at least a good start to yes. that. Absolutely. Anyways, that's all I had for that one. Uh, TNA, this one. This one was weird. This is very controversial. The reason I bring this up is because this is very controversial. Josh Alexander did not want his contract to be extended, but TNA exercised their option, and so he's with TNA for at least the next year. He's not happy about it, and we all know what's been going on with all the backstage shenanigans with, within TNA, with you know, Scott Demore leaving and everything like that. I think more of these wrestlers want to write out their contracts and don't want to be extended. Um, but yeah, Josh Alexander is still with TNA and he's not happy about it. I'm not surprised. Now, if that was in the contract, they have it was. they have every they right have every right to do so. They have every right to do so. Now, is it the right choice? No. But I mean, for TNA, it probably is the right choice. Well, yeah, it's Josh but Alexander. for Josh Alexander, he probably wished it was a different outcome. Anthem, Anthem. Uh, please hire back Scott Demore. You are really going to why? I I don't get it. I right. I, I, I give mean, him I mean, give we... him more money. Like what is wrong with that? Unless unless Scott Demore is funneling the funds through his personal life, like has been claimed, there's no reason that you fire right. the guy who literally built back TNA as like a competent brand. So, anyways, uh, that was Ugh. something that came up this week. And this not yeah, and he wasn't happy. This is probably not the only one either. No. There's probably going to be more when their contracts right, are Right, their contracts up. come up and they have an extension date. Okay, um, we had a couple of American wrestlers who won some belts in Japan. Yep, uh, uh, Matt Riddle beat yep. Hiroshi Tanahashi, and now Hiroshi is hurt. Yep. And uh, Kazuchika Okada left, so the never open weight six man tag team champions are in the air. Yep. Uh, with uh, because Hiroshi and Kazuchika were part of the team that were yep. holding the belts, and then Nick Nemeth won the global champion. Yep. Which was the United States Intercontinental, United the, 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 yeah. the second the secondary title. Yes. That uh, New Japan has for their one. Is, so so both of the secondary titles now are held by Americans who were formerly part of the WWE. Probably some much needed publicity because they are not doing well in America. No, they are not. They are they have not been for a while. And no. I think this was a I think there was a right choice. I in, think so. I don't want to say it's a desperation move, but I'm gonna say it's probably a desperation move. But with no, their with their big Japanese stars leaving for greener pastures, if you want to call them quote green, unquote. Um you know I, I New Japan is gonna have a rough year this year. I think I think Bushi Roads Brands are just going to have a rough this year. Yep. Uh, same thing with Stardom. Yep. Stardom lost again, a bunch again, of really Bushi, good people. Again, Bushi Road is just going to have a rough year. I just don't know why all of a sudden they are. They had all this momentum. The yep. AEW happened. And now it's just sort of like it's been sort of teetering, but this is almost on the break. Yeah. And that sucks. Uh, Nick Nimeth did say that he will be defending the global champion at the next pay per view against all odds. Okay. So that is going to be a thing, and I think that's a positive yes, that is. there is still a working relationship. But what does New Japan do now? I right. mean, they're they're having a struggle building new stars. Yeah. With you know Sonata, they try to build, but then he's the most overrated wrestler. Uh, Evil is pretty much in the mud at the mo for the most part. Are you just going to keep Tetsuya Naito? And well, I mean, really, he's about it. Yeah, I don't know. Because Okada's gone. Okada was the safe bet with the IWGP. Will yep. Ospreay is going to AEW, so yep. there's that. 
What, what do you, you know, do? Jay, Jay White, your biggest star of the last year, is no longer with New Japan. He's with AEW and, as well. And, and he's not in any sort of world title contender for any belt capacity-wise nope. at all. So, like, what the like, – if you're New Japan, what do you do? Like, right. I, I don't know what – I don't think there's much you can do. Jeez. You know, you got to bring in these American stars that have star power. You know why I, you know I would do, and I think this would be somewhat controversial – I would stop the promotion with America. I would say we we gotta keep it here for a while. Yeah, because that's when it was good. Was right. when they did not try to, or, think, or else if you want to bring Brock Lesnar back, which is always a possibility. Too. But that would also but be Brock controversial Lesner, because but, of yeah, what's happening. But Brock Lesnar is still under contract with WWE for the most for at the moment he still is. Yep. Um, so, anyways, yeah, just wanted to say that a couple of Americans and then uh, Good Brothers showing up on NXT. More, um, more people who are not doing anything on yep. the main going to NXT to do something. I think this is a big net positive. Yes. Uh, this will bring eyes to NXT. I think it's good for Carl Anderson and Luke Gallows as well. Yep. And uh, remember this too, that they have star power outside of WWE and they want to bring in as many eyes as possible to the product right before they go to CW. Yep. And, so, that's, and that's what they're doing because remember, they're going to CW in... October, I mean. Yeah, so they want to build up some eyes. They want to put some eyes on the product. Well, I, I mean, it's I mean, going from the USA Network to the CW will automatically put more eyes on them because it's going to reach more homes. Right, but again, you want the star power to shine, and I think this is a good spot for them too. Yep, absolutely, so, I agree. Well, then with Shotzi, I'm pretty sure they probably would have done more with her if she didn't get hurt. Right. All right, so this is um, Soraya's brother. Yes, Kevin um, Kevin Knight. Yes, and. Yes, Kevin Knight. Um, and he is officially signing with AEW. Yep. And I guess they're just going to bring it all in the family. Yep. <laughs> um, but anyways, that's interesting because he is not known very well within the United States. It's, um, it, it's, it's a really big leap, and I, I haven't seen any work from no. him. Um, and, you know, not like you have with Soraya. No. Maybe, maybe we should have watched some before, but eh, eh, it is, it is what it is. it is. Yeah, whatever it is. Um, anyways, I thought that was interesting just, you know, because they had that movie too. Remember they had that movie? Fight with my family. Yeah. yeah, fighting with my family, which is about a family of wrestlers. I wonder if they're going to utilize some of those dynamics maybe. within within this whole I relationship. There, I think there's a little half-brother too, but this there is, is. The, the full brother yes. with Soraya. All right, Grand Slam is going to be at Arthur. Not not Grand Slam. Um, uh, uh, Forbidden Door. Forbidden 3. Door Three is going to be at Arthur Ashe Stadium. So and then the and then Grand Slam is moving to the Louis Armstrong Stadium yes. in Queen Queens. Yeah. Yes. So I I always like when they did the shows at Arthur Ashe. I think I, I, think, I think it's going to be a good venue for them. It's not a huge stadium because it is a tennis stadium, so they don't have quite as many seats. Um, it's like what, as 18, a traditional eighteen thousand. I think it seats eighteen thousand for um for tennis, and I think that with the configuration with AEW seats about twenty five thousand. So well, if 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 they're setting up for that many, because right. remember they're how they're doing this setup keeps going down and down right. and down. And we've, we've talked about that odd nauseum. <laughs> yep. Uh, have the, have the tickets gone on sale yet? Because I don't know. I'll, I'll check wrestle ticks and see kind of where they are. As I'm, it relates I'm to not percent. I'm not sure. Anyways. Um, what, uh, why Kevin, Kevin Nash? So Kevin Nash wants to go to Sting's last match, but WWE is not letting him. Oh yeah. I remember that. 
A little bit of drama mixed in with that one because he really does want to go. WWE always does this. Oh, show. I know. They, they, they've always... Now, it's not out of the realm of possibility that they would. Obviously, they had uh, Ric Flair and Christian Cage do right. the exchange, and that was during the McMahon era. Uh, I, um, I just, you know, it, it just is interesting to me how the dynamics change so much when there isn't as much... Because Triple H doesn't have that kind of control. Right. Like, he is not Vince McMahon replacement because he is not the owner of the company. This is this is a TKO decision, yes. not a WWE decision. And I decision. think that we're going to see a lot of that moving forward mm-hmm. where TKO wants to be very protective of their public figures yep. to ensure that they do not show up or get um, misidentified or identified at a major show. I think that they are going to be very careful with how they I think I think perform. TK, I think TKO would be willing to negotiate saying he can go but you can't show him right. he is in this spot you can't do it. Right. With AW. I mean it's but anyway this caused a little bit of controversy. Yep. But they're, um, but they're totally cool with you know uh UFC fighter making a challenge to Conor goddamn McGregor for WrestleMania. Uh, well, again, TKO, it's, it's all in the family. It's all in the group now. Yep. All right, so that's about all I have for the news this week. When we come back, we'll talk about the good and bad with Elimination Chamber. Yes. And we are back. Elimination Chamber. Good, bad, and the ugly. Let's start with the goods because we are positive here at Make Pro Wrestling Majestic again. Are we? Yes. And I want to talk about this, not as an example of WWE only doing this, but in general. Since Kevin Dunn left, WWE's production has been 1 million percent better. Oh, absolutely. This was un-freaking-believable. Yeah, they did a great presentation with the stadium. The sunset, uh, the the screenshots that I saw were just amazing. Now, they obviously did not produce the sun, but they're utilizing that perspective Mm -hmm. to really add value to the product because wrestling is a very visual thing yeah it is so presentation is everything i mean it it just looks so good yeah it was awesome and this was really like that chef's kiss i don't know who they hired to be the new vice president of production but keep them 100 percent because this was awesome so they this is almost a double-edged sword i'll come back to it on the negative part but they 100% made the right winners from every single match. But they made the safe winners for the Elimination Chamber we'll, we'll talk. We'll talk about that, but I think, and especially right now, safe is good. But I think this was perfect. Yeah. I may have had a different one for the women's, but we'll talk about that when we— we'll cross that bridge when we come to it. But I just want to say, definitely the right choice. Yeah. The matches that the men's elimination chamber made within that hemisphere was brilliant. Yeah, I think it had a little bit of swerve. They made they made three matches yep. pretty much for WrestleMania in one match. Yep. McIntyre uh Rollins for the title, Randy Orton, Logan Paul for the United States belt, and then LA Knight and AJ Styles. And I want to say in some sort of notice qualification match. Yeah, probably. But that's being uh, very generous. But they made all of those, and I love it when they do that with the Chamber. It's an opportunity to really start shaping out WrestleMania. It's it's something that the Women's Chamber really didn't manifest very well. That's what I'm going to say when we uh, talk about the bad part of it. But we'll cross that bridge. 
Tiffany Stratton was the shining star. Oh, yeah, she was. She was the shining star of this match. She was brilliant yep. in every way. And Tiger Height usually doesn't do this because for like 99.9% of the time I'm right. I said on my last SmackDown review that Tiffany Stratton wasn't quite ready for the main roster. I'm going to, re- I'm going to take that back. Because she 100% is just coming into her own. Yep. It it took a minute. Yep. But I think she is now ready. Now Especially tiffy. with is this. Is it now Tiffy time? It is now Tiffy time. And it was, it was awesome. She really put her all into it. Mm-hmm. People were losing their minds over Tiffany Stratton. Yep. And I am for it. And just the men's chamber within of itself was one of the better chamber matches that I've seen. Yeah, I think so. Women's Chamber was, again, was lacking. Men's Chamber was pretty good, though. Yep, absolutely. And then this was by far Nia Jax's best match. Yep, best match of her career right here at Mania. Yeah, Not Mania, Elimination Chamber. It might as well be WrestleMania for uh, Rhea Ripley. There were, fi- there were, there were like, country. what, 54 goddamn people in that building? 54, that's a yeah, that's, you said 54. 50, there were 54 people. Apparently now it's AEW Elimination Yes, Chamber. now it is. So, uh, yeah, 54,000 people in that building. The seating capacity is eh, roughly around that, so they did pretty damn good. And um, especially with Australia. Yeah. Uh, it was awesome. People were, were really staying up. I did not. I watched it later. Yeah. But this was a great match. It was. Nia Jax looked like a beast. Ray Ripley looked like the beast slayer. <laughs> but it's so hard with this because right. Rhea is in a heel group, but they're presenting her as, as a baby, baby face. face. Right. But we're in Australia in our home country. Of course, but, she's going to be a baby face. But also, apparently, there are a lot of Samoans yep. in Australia. So having Nia Jax in the main event they, as well. They, they did pretty well with that main event. Yep. It was, it was also both of them did very well. Yep. Just wrestling wise they have great chemistry yep. and i was all for that all right let's move on to some negatives now oh god uh there were a few and a lot of them i hate saying this but they are around the women's chamber they yeah, are of course so peanut gallery alluded to it the safe choice yeah becky lynch becky lynch was the safe choice for the women's and and um drew mcintyre drew mcintyre was a safe choice for the men's I wanted Logan Paul at least to win the men's because that would have been an interesting match at Mania to have Logan Paul versus Seth Rollins. Um, but I guess you can do Drew again. It's just like well, Logan, I've seen Logan, this before. Logan has the United States, and I think with Drew being full-fledged heel, it might be somewhat different. Uh, they're they're going to have to do something to change it up a little bit yeah, there. Because, because we've we, already seen this rivalry right. take place. And then with, with, with Becky... You safe, know. safe choice. They already alluded to yep. it. Um, but I'm going to throw out a scenario because really a lot of since she returned was getting revenge on Rhea, and that is Liv Morgan, mm-hmm. who was the second to last to be. She was she was the I'm, uh, runner I'm, up. I'm almost wondering if maybe they'll t- somehow turn into a triple threat match mm-hmm. at Mania because that might earn some more interest from my end at least because then you can take the title off of Rhea without actually pinning Rhea. Right. I think that would be a wise choice overall because Rhea's reign has you know been good, but let's try to get some new blood right. into uh, the women's world title picture. But I don't. I also, I also don't want Liv Morgan to be the uh, sacrificial lamb. I think it should have be Rhea and Liv one on one, because Liv is still popular, right? But and what if what, if what if she's the one to 
and then actually the problem, pinned... the problem is though too is that Rhea is being treated like a monster, and there's like nothing you can do to stop her. At this but point. Liv Morgan is the person who was willing to go above and beyond, and they've already had this whole Rhea injured me. I want my revenge, pushing her extra hard. Yeah, she's not gonna. She's not gonna beat Rhea clean though. She did it with Rousey twice. It wasn't clean, but yeah, it was. They were they were both pinfalls. Well, one of them was the money in the bank cash in, and then they yeah. had the rematch where Liv beat Ronda. Yeah, but again, it was not. It wasn't necessarily the cleanest finish. They were both great finishes, I guess. So overall, with the women's uh, the the women's rumble, the women's elimination chamber, it was, it was, it wasn't. Eh, it was it was okay. It wasn't good. It wasn't. I mean, it, it was strange. It was. It was a very strange chamber. Uh, the ending sort of came out of nowhere. Yeah. It took for fucking goddamn ever for the first elimination, yep. which was very annoying. The pacing of the eliminations was all over the place. Yep. Excuse me. And it just was like, eh. Right. It, it was probably one of the... Do I want to say it was the worst women's chamber match I've ever oh, I seen? Haven't, I haven't. Well, I mean, I've seen all of them. I just can't make that judgment call right now because I don't remember the other ones. Yep. Uh, the only one that I can think of off the top of my head was the uh, women's tag chamber. Oh, yeah. But anyways, moving on. Uh, this, this match was kind of awkward. It was It was out of place. Yep. It was, it was, it was a good match. Yep. But is it pay-per-view good, though? Nah, not really. I mean... Pete Dunne and Tyler Bate just got back together. They debuted the new name literally with this match, and they went over like a wet fart in church. Oh, yeah. It, they, the hot tag was not really that hot, but people want Miz and R-Truth yeah. against Judgment Day. And R-Truth wasn't there, and a lot of what Judgment Day is is the comedy act with R-Truth. Right. But – this was just sort of there. They just like, we need a match. Yeah. They got to defend the titles yeah. at some point in time. Let's just do this. Yeah. And apparently now, Finn, Finn Balor's hurt. Right. I don't, With, know, I don't know how severe. It doesn't sound that severe, but it, it was, it's, it's, it's a thumb injury. Oh, okay. To, to my knowledge, it's only a thumb injury. There was a cut on his thumb. Oh, so it'll heal up in a couple weeks. Probably. But yeah, that's kind of where that one was, and I think that was it for us on that one. Yep, it was. Okay, great. So when we come back, we have a special match and a new setup. So right. we'll uh, we'll do that. So we are back, and this is sort of what I was monkeying around with because a lot of the matches that we had are laggy. So mm -hmm. we are going to be watching the Deanna Perrazzo and Madison Rain match, mm -hmm. where Madison Rain spiked herself on the mat, causing an early finish. Uh. This is a dual monitor process, so it's not even there. So we're going to be looking over here. Yep. This is where the match is, but then the audio is going to be over here. Okay. Right, for, for right now. Okay. So uh, if there is a little bit of lag, bear with me. I'll get it together. That's but right. Yes. So it's a lot bigger of a screen, and hopefully it'll be good. Is a former Ring of Honor Women's World Champion. And we should have sound there too, but let me let me just do this really quick. I want to make sure that we're still louder than yeah. There we go. Yes, and before that we saw a sign of respect for Madison Togdiana. So 
Now is so with with the match being so close to the break, does that mean we have to go to another screen for that? Yes. Okay. That's what I thought. They are so effing clunky, man. Well, this is what happened. I mean, again, the Anaprazo is just so much better in, in impact. Yeah, and also keep in mind, Madison Rain is a coach. Right. She is coaching the female wrestlers to do this. She's not very good at it. Now, I've been watching her since like she started in TNA way back in the day, and... Yeah. She, I mean, she's gotten better, but she's nowhere near. Let me train other wrestlers. Right. Yeah, she has. a little more fun. That's fine. Those, those are weak stomp, and those are some weak punches. Those are some really weak punches. Not a She's a thick girl. You can a little bit more. You should do it anyway. You're wrestling the same day. Hit each other. And no one is for this man. No, it's, it's dead in the water, and it's dead in the water until the actual. Oh my what god. What the hell was that? At least some good, like. Boom boom to that. Yeah. Alright, so we'll have to go into the next part over here. Okay. I think that's us right there. Yeah, okay, perfect. Okay, have a right in the middle of it to all the Yep. Well, it's picture in picture. At least I'll give him to do that. That yeah. was horrible in security, by the way. Well, I don't even know what that was supposed to be. I don't know. Either. I have no idea what happened. Oh. Oh, hang on. It's it's having a moan. I don't know why. There we go. Oh, wow. Goody, to, goody gumdrops. Mariah May is in a random ass fucking rampage match. Wow, no one cares. Oh my god, the EPs are actually Nobody cares. I love, I love her against Ray. They need it so bad. What do you care about Guevara? Well, you're from C. Guevara. What is it to say? Clothesline's awful. There's so much shit. Go away, Ray. Well, they got it. Oh my god. Okay. <laughs> they got it from already mad in their mouth show. It's so god. Two hours. What is? I thought Rachel was one hour. Oh, no. I'm sorry. I my dynamite. Just, just stand there. Like, right, seriously. Okay, there is a psychology when it comes to a spot like this. This is not the time to do that. No. You guys have been in the ring for, like, what, three minutes? Yeah. Now, if it was, like, 13 minutes. Yeah. You gotta be a little more exhausted than that. <sighs> ah. These two know better. Yeah, they do. Hit her! I mean, <laughs> shit, Deanna Perrazzo is training in NXT. Madison Rain is a veteran, supposedly. Oh, my God, that roll-up was unbelievably bad. What happens? You have a cushy job here. I don't even know what Madison Rain was trying to do. What the hell? <laughs> okay, whose fault was that? Was that Madison Rain or was that Deanna Perrazzo? People are blaming Deanna for that. Madison Rain is 100% at fault for that. I think I think both of them deserve some blame for that. I think I think Deanna's arm was a little too low, and but Madison Rain went a little too hard into it. I, what did Madison Rain think was Deanna Peraza going for? A Spanish fly? I don't
no. Just pile-drived her so goddamn hard. Oh, oh, by the way, apparently she is okay. Well, that's good. And see, look, he's like, you, we gotta get this done early. Oh my god, the spike. The whole match was, it was weak. It was so weak. These two, they know better. Might as well just fuck. Like, right. seriously, they probably would have had more intensity doing that. I know, seriously. Jesus Christ, that was rough. <laughs> oh, man. Well, anyways, next week is AEW's Revolution. Oh, God. <laughs> is that I think, yeah, next week. Uh, March 3rd, I think, is the day. Or March. Is that Sunday? Yes, I think it is a Sunday. Oh, at least we have one. Oh, at least we have one extra week because we don't do Sunday shows. Nope. So, but. if you guys enjoyed this, remember to like, follow, subscribe. Uh, if you are, like, a whiz at anything OBS, and if you have suggestions, let me know. Yeah. Uh, because, you know, some days it's, like, really good, and other days it's garbage. So, it's, like... Right. Any any sort of help would be great on the dual thing because I don't want it to be like super laggy all the time. It's a lot better than what it was. But if you guys enjoyed it, all of that fun stuff, become a patron, get hats, and all of that will be in the description or scan the thing right under me and above Peanut Gallery. And as always, be majestic.